That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Everything at Random. Here we are doing it again. And we're going to call this episode Behind the Scenes of My Greatness with a little eye roll included. All right. Uh, I'm joined here with an amazing individual, uh, a great friend of mine, somebody I met a while ago. Uh, I, I trained him in a previous job that I had. And he's just grown into this amazing individual. Jordan, love you. Let the world know who you are. Um, you feel me? Let's start off with the basics. You know what I mean? Who you are, what brings you here, what's the layers of who you are? I like that. I like that. Well, first off, just wanted to say thank you again. Um, Jay's been my man since 2019. Young, little 19-year-old boy that, you know, just super ambitious and just... Waiting, uh, waiting for opportunity. You know what I mean. But um, Jordan Torres, I go by Hoda. Got the, got the name right here. Um, I'm Dominican, first gen out here, raised in uh, Somerset, Central Jersey. Rutgers graduate. Uh, currently, assistant vice president strategy at Barclays. You know the vibes, man. We just working hard. Um, I'm also in a fraternity, La Unidad Latina. So I do uh, my due diligence there. Um, I'm also leading efforts in the Latin resource group at Barclays. Um, so just trying to do as much for the culture. That's something that's, that's always uh, been big with me. Even, even when I started up at Apple a couple years ago, um, try to help out every Spanish speaker, like, like no tomorrow, man, and, and really give them that experience that they deserve and just trying to push, uh, the Dominican diaspora, um, forward. So that's me. I love that, man. Um, and then you you touched upon about the career path that you're on now. How many promotions have you gone through so far, my guys? Yeah, man. Going in the company that you're at. You know what? I, I'll, I'll bring it back even more, right? I, I look at it at 2019, like I was a sales guy, right? Like I, I went started from the bottom, um, just going up the ranks. I, you know, I was pleased to get an internship, per se, at Apple at, at, for six months, um, which was cool. Got to work on the App Store. Um, that was cool, but you know, hiring freezes and I always had this, like, um, this growth mindset and ended up taking a contract in uh, New York for about nine months. So I was running distribution for Miller, um, in, in Queens. So that was cool, man. Just, you know, I see you have a, a MLB cap, you know, we had a partnership with the Mets, you know, just getting to work with them and, and Bev was dope. Um. But after that, you know, I, I saw opportunity in, in corporate banking. You know, I'm a smart guy, so I was like, you know what, let's do it. But I really didn't know what I was getting into. So I got into financial operations, um, dealing with, like, million-dollar accounts. Like, it was crazy. Um, so I did that for nine months, and I got promoted quick, man, and, and moved into a strategy space working with uh, employee value proposition, which is basically why – does a corporation or what does a corporation do to keep their people in the front lines? Right. Mm -hmm. um, so working in the strategy space right now and, and looking forward to eventually moving into uh, the VP space, uh, deciding whether to stay in strategy or if not um, human resources. So that's beautiful, man. But what brings us here because we want to talk about grit. We want to talk about all these things. So, you have defined some odds, you know, was there any moment that you thought like, wow, I'm pretty much invincible or did you secretly 
think like the universe was cursing you or or anything like that was you still able to manage to stay on top or stay positive in these times yeah, like man. reaching up those ladders it's it's not easy yeah um I, I appreciate that question because when i saw it earlier although it, it i could i could give you a positive answer um although what i was doing was was in a positive light i, I eventually it, it was like leading to my demise like i remember just being 19 years old pretty much broke you know and then getting opportunity where now i'm making good money now i'm i'm killing it in school you know i'm 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 making much more than people around me and you know having that money having that success so quick at that age it got to me it got to my head like um like i really think thought i was invincible you know what i mean and covid really was like yo you're nobody my guy you know what i mean like sit back um you're a 19 year old you know what i mean like there, there's like i thought i peaked you know what i mean and um it it, it then spiraled into to depression to 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 uh oh man like once once everything like covid froze everything i wasn't able to hustle as as much as i could anymore yeah so, like not having that 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 success every day like really affected me um so you know once everything started rolling back you know what i mean i, I um i i got the spiritual awakening again you know i was raised catholic but um you know i got to go to this uh retreat this catholic retreat and, and really confess my sins for the first time and and um hmm. uh that, that that whole feeling of like feeling better than i'm than somebody like just wasn't me you know what i mean and um I always remember that that young aspiring kid that I knew I was like I, I went back to that place and regardless as I move up I'm never going to forget who I am and my roots and my core so um I, I hope to answer the question but <laughs> I I want to make it at the top I, I think it's uh, Kanye's mom said it best is like yo like you can make it to the top and still and still have your feet on the ground you know what I mean and that that's what I got from it I got you I, I love the fact that you brought it back to COVID because I feel like a lot of people were affected by that. Like, and I keep, and it seems like everybody was affected by that. Everybody I've been speaking to about it. It's like, it was like a reality check. Yeah. Like you had to sit there with yourself. You had to figure out things. And w when you turn off all the, the noise outside, like you had to like, holy fuck. You got to face yourself. Yeah. And I don't think no... <sighs> I challenge you, if you didn't, if COVID didn't really affect you, sit in a room by yourself. No phone, no nothing, and sit there with a mirror and then really think about who you are and where you want to go and wh if you're, whatever you're doing, like, are you happy with it? Yo, for sure. For sure. But like, though, like, I love the fact that you, you reached out somewhere else because that's a, a path that I never thought about going. Like, I'm, I'm raised Catholic. You know what I mean? I did all yeah. my things and I it's it's been on my mind to go to a church and maybe confess my sins, maybe confess the things because going to therapy, doing all the, the exercise and, and feeding the 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 void of loneliness or you know, hanging out and filling your, your room up with people, it still doesn't feel oh, like dude. yeah, it's all there. Me know? especially me being like super social, like Oh, when I would be by myself, guy, you know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, this guy, amazing <laughs> dancer. Every time I see him on Instagram or anything, like this guy is just out here doing it up. 
I and I didn't and, and once again I didn't even know you was feeling these things. Yeah, man. It looks and that's I want everybody to know like what it looks like like what we put out there. It's not like we we make these loud noise of how good it is, but we are dealing crazy some shit. Crazy. But you you know with that like and I, I don't mean to get too 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 religious, but no. I do believe that you know God God uses vessels and like um especially when I, when I was working with you like there was days where I'll put a smile on but yo deep down inside like I, w- I was feeling like shit you know what I mean and I'm big on not letting what what, what I'm hurting to, to affect somebody else right like if I'm hurting I don't want you to hurt so I'd rather put a smile on my face yeah. and, and, and if you're hurting I, I want to I want you to feel even better right like because I know what I know what I'm going through and I, and I would have wished that I want worse out of me but um, have a quick little story, little remark. Like I remember just feeling down, and, and like this random customer just came up and like had one of those old iPods. You know how it was, like, sir, like call customer service. Like we really can't help you. I was, I'm not that type of guy. I'm like, yo, what's up? Like let, let's let's figure this out. And like obviously we couldn't do anything. It was like a super old iPod, whatever. Yeah. But um, he's like, yo, um, you look sad, man. You look. I'm like, yo, how, like how though, like. Like I, I was really good at, at, at um, this guy's like nah man like your aura I could feel it like mm. and he's like yo listen to Clint Brown I'm like he's like this 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 uh, Christian singer whatever mm-hmm. on the ride back I'm like ah oh, whatever you know I'm listening to my my usual bachata Romeo and man. I'm like yo Clint Brown so I start listening to his to his music and like at your feet came up and like I started crying on my way back and like. Uh, I want to be like you, like all these 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 worshiping songs, and actually got to got me into like um, like worship music and, and just I don't know, just feeling better about myself. Um, actually, um, not bottling my emotions anymore, like being able to talk to my people, how do I feel, shit. So um, I could. That's a little quick anecdote of um, just God using vessels, man, and I try to be that vessel every day. So I love that. So uh, I will be having and hopefully watch another uh, soon-to-come episode. I'm going to have somebody who's a pastor or well-known, somebody who's in the church and has his own podcast. He'll be coming on and talking about how, like, spiritually, like, that, how that guided him and stuff like that. And I love that we're getting into this. Um, I'll be tuning in, baby. That's dope. Oh, yeah. But with all these things going on and finding your spiritual guide and, and finding that, that inner thing that's going to drive you and finding that, that inner child who was, who was thriving before, like, what about mentorship? Like yeah. mentorship is, is something that's very important. And I know in ways we, we just talked about this before I got on, like how mine, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like how I helped you and maybe other individuals have helped you. I want to talk about that mentorship and how important it is to you. And and do you feel as though at times are you doing that that same thing for others? For sure. Um, so first off, right, like I gotta mention you. Like you're, you're the, I know usually we, we pick out one or two, but in life we have so many, right? Like we just don't notice. But like in certain chapters of my life, like at my Apple career, like I could say like you, you're on top of that list, right? Like from day one, right, that, that beautiful introduction of, like, yo, make sure, you, like, you get into the stock, right, because 
look, these are the benefits five, six years later, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, pay, pay attention to this, right? Because this season, this is what customers are looking for. Like, yo, you was telling me things that was like, yo, like it's day one, but I'm already on day 90, right? And like, I love that. I love that because I was I was ready to have these conversations, right? And I guess I just needed that figure there to be like, yo, this is just what it is, right? And um, not only did I pick that up, right? But then, you know, I started preaching that, right? Like when people be like, damn, Jordan, your Apple Care numbers is crazy. I would share my success stories. I, you know me, bro. Or like I would get something. Oh, you could, you know, we used to get, not to get too heavy into the Apple metrics, but like, oh, no, you could take that 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 um, after a successful sale or something. Like, no, 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 you got that. Like, I was never worried about my numbers, to be honest. It was always a byproduct. I was always worried about good experience, make sure people was feeling good. I'm telling you, when you work like that, the numbers will show. Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Um, so shout out to you. I know I'm not the only one that, that when when one person say, says it, might be crazy. But when 100 people say it, yeah. they be like, there's, there's some truth behind it, right? Um but I want to mention two mentors that uh, in college, Professor Cohen in accounting, man, he taught one of the hardest classes um, at Rutgers. Uh, just to put it into context, like first day of class was like, it was probably like 200 people. He was like, yo, 40% of y'all are going to fail my class. Yo, everybody's just looking at each other like, the fuck? Like, yo, 200, how much is that? Like 80, 80 people? You're telling me 120 people? And I, I was sitting kind of like mid, mid, it was like a lecture hall, mid, mid thing. And he, by tradition, always opened up. He was a big baseball guy, big Yankee guy. He actually uh, sits or used to sit on the accounting board for the Special Warriors Foundation with the Yankees. So um, he used to always open up, you know, his the new lecture with the baseball question. He asked a question about uh, a big scandal that happened in baseball back in the 1900s, nobody raised their hand. I was like, I was like, oh, the 1919 Black Sox scandal with Shoeless Joe Jackson. And he's like, he was like, wait, what? Like, he never had a student, like, answer one of his old, you know what I mean, baseball questions, whatever. After class, he's like, you kid, come down here, whatever. I'm like, he's like, yo, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Jordan, whatever. He's like, I want you to sit front row next class. I'm like, damn, in my head, I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to sit front row. Like, I'm trying to finesse up here, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, um, and then I, I knew lots of, I was pretty popular on campus and, and, um, you know, that next, that next lecture, I go sit in my mid row and he's like, no, no, no front row, like right here. And the power of influence, he told me after that class, because when I sat in that front row, in that front row, lots of the peoples, my friends, they also moved to the front row with me. And that day he mentioned there's a direct correlation with grades from whoever sits in the front row to the back row. Mm. And then he asked me, Jordan, who do you think gets the A in the class? The kid sitting all the way in the back or the kid sitting in the front? I was like, yo, the front. You got that right. So I knew at that moment, like, yo, I have the power to influence. Like my man just told me, yo, sit in the front row. Now I got people that, was probably going to fail. We're probably going to do bad. Now they're in the front row. Now they're paying attention. They're asking questions just like me. Um, like I used to go to like mentor, uh, like tutoring sessions. 
first couple of days, like two, three people. Next, you know, we have a, a band of like 10, 15 heads, you know, taking tutoring sessions with me. You know what I mean? And and um, we became really good friends. And it was a, although I didn't, I didn't pursue accounting, which he got mad at me. Um, but through him, I learned the power of influence. I learned the power of asking extra questions of um, asking why, right? Like asking why and like, um, he was so cool, man. And, and like a lot of people were hating him. You would check rate my professor, horrible comments about him. And I really got to know, him, you know what I mean? And, and, um, he actually introduced me to my second mentor, um, being that eventually I moved into supply chain, which is my undergrad. And he used to sit right by my, my, my next mentor. So like, if I had to make that first connection, it was just across, like, yo, like, he he I, i've learned so mentorship but sponsorship right mm-hmm. is when somebody fucks with you and says yo this kid's it bro make sure you pay attention make sure yo he's trying to get to the next level like not only is he going to help you out but he's going to connect you with other people that you may be looking for and the next professor his name is professor Sutterly. professor Sutterly was that guy man he he um when i had no money man he gave me a, a job on campus i was super grateful for that um, and re- recipes to my grandmother, but she always says it's better to owe money than to owe obligations with somebody. And in that moment, when I didn't have, I had nothing, and he was able to give me a job and support myself. Now I, ha- I had obligations for life for him. Like to this day, like he's retired, and I still give him a call here and there. You know what I mean? And like he tells me, like, yo, like why do you, why do you do this? And yo, I do this out of love. You know what I mean? And um, through him, you know, he's the one that really was like, yo, if you're really trying to get to that next level, you have to get a, a mentor who you can emulate who's already in that position. So by the time you get to that position, it's nothing new. It's not day one, it's day 90 again. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, you already know the moves, right? So there's really no way to fail, right? So um, that mentorship is everything to me. And like now I'm about to turn to big 26, like, I can see, you know, um, lots of students now seeking mentorship from me or hitting me up on LinkedIn, hitting me up on IG. Like, yo, can we set up a 30-minute chat? I need help with my resume. I need help with interview. I need, you know, and I do this all for free. You know what I mean? And and I know God finds his way to repay me back with great people, with great vibes, great experiences, with health. Um, so that that's how um, I see it. I love that, man. I love that you... I, I'm starting to notice a trend like the last person I interviewed and had a conversation with. Um, it's a lot of these professors that are helping out and these people who, who who make an impact in the community are always willing to help. Um, do you find yourself being that person at times? Yeah, yeah all the time. All the time. I... I, I um... I feel that that you know from a young age, I, I've been this this vessel, this vessel for 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 a greater cause of of as as much as I want to make it about it's not about me, right? Like and, and I mentioned earlier, you know about continuing the Dominican diaspora, right? Like yeah. my ancestors paved the way for me to this point, like um, and like I got it easy, right? Like my grandfather is ninety seven right now in the Dominican Republic horrible eyesight right because of all the years he dealt in the farm in the farm and, and cosechando and 
and um, just provided for my family, right? To the point where then my mom came, emigrated, right? right? Like not knowing English, blah, 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 you know, was a janitor for 30 years for me to be where I'm at, right? Although, okay, I was the first to get, you know, to to graduate from college, to, to, to be an AVP at a bank, like that, that is very small to what my grandfather did or to what small. my great-grandfather did, right? Um, not having anything and, and it's not about me, it's just a part of that lineage, yep. right? Of, of, of who's next. So I'm just trying to do my due diligence so that I wouldn't say we don't have to struggle, it's just a different struggle, right? Because um, the struggling has already passed per se, right? I think it's a it's a it's a moment of how can we conquer now? How can we conquer? How can we share our stories? Um, so that's that's where we're at. I love that. I love that. With all this going on, and you touched upon it a little bit, um, we're gonna we're gonna dig into mental health because that's been my my thing. Hey, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Like I told you before I got on here, I've been going through my own shit and learning from every person I, I interact with or let it be from the past or bring you on to the show now, like it's helping me look at the world differently. It's helping me like deal with the stuff that I'm dealing with, but also who's ever listening. It's helping them figure out maybe I, I can do this or I'm not alone. I'm not the only one feeling this way. Uh, and like I said, mental health is a roller coaster of emotions. How do you juggle your mental health well-being and embracing these life challenges and be real of your fucking salsa dances or whatever you're doing out there to, to, to get by. Cool. But like share that, like, how do you, yeah. like you, you touch as, it. Let's go. As, as you ask that, and I take a deep breath because it's like, um, you know, growing and I guess I want to bring it up, you know, as Latinos, right? Like, um, it's not because our parents didn't care, right? And, and the way we were raised was very, you know, mano dura, like, hey, stop crying. Like, guys, you know what I mean? Like, it's machismo culture, whatever. Like, it's not because they, they didn't want to, right? Like, it's like it was part of what what was brought up, right? Like, in, in the lineage again. And, like, now we're, we're, we're woke culture, right? We're talking about this, which is important. Um, but, you know... Sometimes it, it it really takes for you to, to, to fall down and hit rock bottom to notice how important mental health is and taking breaks and, and, and using um, things outside of work or day to day to get your mind right. And for me, it's music. Um, a couple of years ago, I got into classical Spanish balada music, which is like a kid of my age. I'm supposed to be listening to Dembo and all that, yeah. which I do. Bachata, merengue, merengue típico, trap, rap, hip hop, like yo, you name it. But when I'm by myself, yo, I be listening to Luis Miguel, Ricardo Montaner, um, Ricardo Arjona, just to name a little. Like yo, these 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 folk like folk music that I could like relate to. That like when I'm when I'm concentrated and I like this. Oh man, like it takes me to like a different universe. You know what I mean? And you know, now that I got a little bit more bread than before, like now I'm able to go to these concerts, you know, and like half these concerts I don't remember because my eyes are closed. But I do remember how I felt in those moments. Right. And like um, it's just oh, man, it's just beautiful to even talk about this right now. Um, 
bring it back like i i did hit a point where i wasn't myself i just was like i was out of it and um again a vessel somebody hit me up on instagram and it was like yo there's a two-day uh, retreat uh a silent retreat at that i'm like wait what up in a mountain hosted by some franciscans um and i'm like yo you know what like actually i don't like this particular weekend like i actually don't got anything to do and I end up going up, you know, it was like an hour drive. And the next thing you know, I'm like in some woods or whatever. And like, once I, once I got to this, this like, when I was like this beautiful church, and I was just like, wow, like, I felt like an oasis. Like the air felt different. Mm-hmm. As I walk inside, um, I, this story is going to be based on perspective. Like okay. when I walk inside, um, they're like, yo, all phones in the basket. You're not going to use your phones for like three days. And I was like, yo, like, yeah, I'm not taking up my phone. Like, nah, man. Like, I gotta text Shorty, man. Like, IG. Like, mm-hmm. yo, there's a big fight this Saturday. Like, da, da, da. they're like, yo, you either give up your phone or like you could leave. And at that moment, I was like, man, just like, man, take my phone, whatever, whatever. Um, again, it's a silent retreat, so we had like a little child, a little prayer, whatever. And like, I'm in there, but like everybody else is there. So I'm like, I wouldn't rock with these type of people. But you know what? I'm gonna let it work. Like this again. It's like this is God said. Like I, I accepted something I mean, guided you there, right? Something guided me here. So let me let me let me give them all. So being silent, like silent for two days. Um, they told us obviously like before they told us instructions verbally, but they were like, "All right, now till tomorrow, twenty four hours straight, no no talking." Um, I was like, "Oh man, this is hard for me." You know me, Jay. I can Bro, talk. this yeah. guy, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is a talker. This Yo. guy, and I love, and he, it's not like he's a shit talker and nothing like that. He just loves to communicate. And I'm Bro. the same way. I don't, I don't, I, I don't even know how I would do it. Crazy. So I'm sitting down, Jay, and um, after about like four or five hours, I hear a voice. And I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. Like my eyes are closed. And like, I just start talking to God. You know what I mean? And like, I'm there in silence and like, somebody taps me on my shoulder and like, I guess it was like lunchtime. They were just trying to remind me. And at that moment, it was like, oh, wow, the power of silence, the power of being in tune with myself, right? Like, um, that was beautiful. You know what I mean? And and, um, um, it was just cool because, you know, the Franciscan way of life is very simple. Like when I went to grab lunch, it was like, Una bandita de pan, a little piece of cheese, like a little piece of ham. And at first I'm like, yo, like I'm hungry. <laughs> but after eating this, like I wasn't hungry anymore. I was now I was thankful though for the food. Like my mood started changing, my way of thinking of like I, I'll tell you a story. Like mm-hmm. the, the after the silence was over, um the the Padre Agostino, shout out to him, had said a story about a priest that you know, had had said mass at one of the most uh, richest uh, churches in Europe, right? Like gold chalice and mm. you name it, to the point where um, he got moved to Asia, to to a war torn country, and it was a Sunday, and he had to practice mass under a bed, right, with a small little piece of bread in his hand, and was able to perform mass, right, under. Uh, late at night, gunshots. You know, I mean, war war was happening, and like 
in that moment, right? Like he remembered back to when he was in Europe and having all that gold and all that, like all that didn't matter no more, right? Like that little moment of like that priest just having, you know, a little, a little dot of wine, a little piece of bread there gave him so much great perspective of life. And um, like when I heard that story of like, wow, like I don't want to be in that gold church. I want to, I want to live whatever that guy lived. Right. Like, um, so I say that with, with that, with perspective to, to your question as to just being thankful, man, every day, man, like, I'm just so thankful to be alive for every breath that I take that like, um, that that's the true success. And like, I try to do my best work with everybody that I meet along the way, you know what I mean? And, um, just thankful, man, like super, super thankful. I love that. That kind of like hit me because it's like made me realize I, I, I take for granted all the shit I have. I take for granted for everything that happens. And I don't realize like I should be grateful for the small moments of yeah, small moments of just having what I do have. Yeah. I'm always wanting. And, and I, I think uh, you're listening to this. I, I, I know you're like, why are they talking so religious? And it's not about that. It's, it's, I, I hear you. It's, that's a way, but I feel as though it's like understanding that you can want with what the other man wants, but you have to appreciate what you have. Correct. You can always work towards that. You don't want that. You work towards it. You have to appreciate what you have. Yeah. And it could be the smallest thing. I don't, I want to be in that place. I love that you learned what is that word? Humility or uh, humility? Humility, yeah, yeah. To know that, like, like that, that priest was like, "I'm okay with just this. I don't need all that. I don't need all the glitz and glamour and shit like that." For sure. Well, and I don't want like for for the users and the speakers like, I work hard, right? Because I want to live a good lifestyle for myself. Like, of course. See, like I don't want to live like live in poverty if I don't have to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like. I believe in the fruits of my labor. Like, um, I, I like to dress, right? Like, I, I like to wear nice things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, look, I, I used to always buy bags, right? I just, a couple months ago, bought a Louis bag. It was a couple bands. But guess what? I don't have to buy a bag no more because it's the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Like, and I'm big on sustainability, too. It's like, this, this is, a, you know, something that's going to last me for years. You know what I mean? So, now, now I'm very much on, va- on value. Uh, I value um, things that that I could look at and be like, "Wow, like I really worked towards that. Like that was a dream before, and I cherish this." You know what I mean? Like I don't gotta buy another one no more. I don't gotta have 10, 15 different bags just sitting there just cause. You know what I mean? And um, so I'm not saying right, like yo, it's okay to have these views, but like yo, if you got to splurge on yourself, go ahead. Especially if you work towards it. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think? You know what I mean? But don't don't want what the next man has. Nah, nah, nah. And don't nah, be man. jealous of what the next man have because you don't know what yeah. they had to go through and the work that they had to put in to get to where they're at. You know what I mean? No, and, I think no, they appreciate like, the, the journey more than what what was at the end of the journey. That end yeah, of the journey, yeah. you was getting the bag, but hell yeah, I got, I got a Louis bag. You know what I mean? Like I worked hard for that. That's like. Let's bring it back to when you when you probably got your first job, your first check. How good did that fucking feel? Hey. Like you were pre like I got this. I did this. Yeah. 
And you know what? I, I still remember those days, man. Like, now I be cashing these checks. I'll be like, yo, I'm not going to lie. Like, damn. Like, it feels good. But I also don't forget 2017, every two weeks when I was in college, barely making it, making $200 every two weeks at Sunglass Hut. Like, I don't forget that. That drive is still there. You know what I'm saying? That drive, that 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 passion, that dedication is still there from 2017, right? That that young boy that's ambitious is still there, that, that still has um, the good intentions, right? Like, I, I hope... I hope to, I had this uh, this one on one with my boss, who I, who I admire very much. Um, we have uh, we have what we're doing right now once a week, where we talk freely. And um, I always told him, I was like, I never want to lose my essence. Like sometimes people get into a particular room, particular role, and they lose their essence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, 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 of who they was, and like the mo- you know the money gets to them, the position, the power. Um, obviously I hope to have that, but never to lose my essence and always be that, that the service first type person and, and, and very much giving. Love that, man. I appreciate you. Um, so close your eyes real quick for me. All right. Picture this. You're giving a Ted talk to a room full of determined souls. What's the golden nugget of wisdom about to over uh, about overcoming obstacles and chasing your dream? Would you drop would you drop on them or leave them with, you know, all like what would you say to them just like boom, this is what it is. That room is filled. This is your TED talk. This is your moment. Through all the things that you went through, you're meant to the like seeing what your family came from, where you're at right now. The power of love, man. The power of love um, and all that you do. Um, I just, you know, when you mentioned that, my grandmother, uh, rest in peace. Um, well, I'm still mourning. You know, it's only been a, a year and a half. Um, Sorry. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. But you know what? Although she, she may have passed, you're, you're seeing a reflection of her. And, and um, That's the power of love, man. Like, I... Um, there's no obstacle too big for, for what my grandmother faced. Like, um, you know, being from a poor country, I learned, you know, with the little that you have it is, is with greater power, the more that you give. Right. And, you know, I've been to, to rich homes where they don't even offer you a glass of water and then you go to, to, a, to a poor home, whether, you know, I, I've seen that, that testament of that in Cuba, when I when I visited the old, older city Havana, where they give me everything, yeah. they gave they gave me the room they were sleeping in, and and um, I was just so grateful for them, um, and, and that the that, the power of love, the power of of um, of when you see somebody, regardless of just who it is, just I, people always say like when like respect, like oh you gotta respect people. I'm big on on this saying that says. The word respect was created where love is supposed to be. I'll say it again. The word respect was created where love is supposed to be. When you think about that, when you respect somebody, you put you there's boundaries, right? You can't talk about it. Well, you love somebody, right? Like, um, I get goosebumps right now. Like, I, re- I really don't have words, right? Like, it's just, 
it's a feeling. It's a, it's it's like a like my heart's full of joy just even talking about this. And you know, as we overcome our struggles, um, you start meeting people along the way that have gone through it. So with the power of love, they'll be able to support you, help you out, right? And I hope to be one of those soldiers along the way, right? That you meet. And I may not have all the answers, but at least I can leave you with that little antidote um, to continue on to your journey. Um, so that that's probably what my TED Talk will be about, the power of love, the power of just being a good human, right? Being a good human. like that That's just that. what it is, man. Like, regardless of all the success, all that, man, like, this is all we got, man. And um, I guess I'll end that with that. We're gonna wrap it up, my guy. Um, we don't. I, I I hate saying goodbye, but I I want you to leave everybody. I know it's another thing to leave people with, but it's your see see you later speech. What you want to leave? Not not your TED talk, but this is not just that audience. This is everybody. Like, what do you want to say? Your see you later. See you later. I'll I'll leave you guys with this again. It's just like a, a resonant. Uh, just. Everybody has a diaspora, and I don't. I, I've been using that word much more. And diaspora is is I don't like the word struggle, right? But it's it's the path of your respective life or of people. Like when for me, you know, being Dominican, I, I uh, every time I see Latinos, Dominicans, even like Black people, Asians, like that share my common struggle. Um, that's love, baby, love, man, and and like. It's a just, uh, for me, it's a pleasure to meet people, especially in, in workspaces, wherever it may be. Um, just just be true to yourself, you know what I mean? And don't, at, at no moment, right, have, have I told you, like, um, you know, I met this person because I wanted more money or because I, like, nah, man, if you do that, that's your own demise, man. You chase the money, you could go bankrupt. But you chase love, you chase knowledge, yo, yo, you got that for life, you know what I mean? And, um when you're a good human, right? When when you do the right thing when nobody's looking, I'm telling you, God's gonna find His way to to repay you. And it may not be financially, man. Con salud, con amor, comprensión. I'll leave that. But yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Jay, you know I got again. I know. Much respect. I've been wanting to do this for four years, but now was the right time. Yeah. Four years ago, this conversation would probably been a hundred percent different. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mind was, was not in a bad place, but it was it wasn't it wasn't um, who I aspired to be. Right. I was, I guess, a little money hungry. You know what I mean. I wanted I wanted to move up fast, but we gotta be patient. Give time, time, and um, it was this was the perfect time to have this conversation. And I appreciate having this conversation. A friend of mine just recently told me it's people want things when they want it, but not when it's hey, when, when it's ready for them. I saw that. And he repeated it twice. Yeah. And like as shit was that shit impacted me because it's like we all want these things, but are we ready for these things? You know what I mean? And and I think this speech and everything you 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 just told me, and to know that you went through some hard times. And we didn't really touch upon it, but just a little bit. But just to know that you felt somewhat what I felt or what somebody who's listening felt. And you was able to push through and you found something 
to help you get there and you shared that, I just want you to know that you probably made an impact on somebody listening. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, whatever it is, but you making that impact. And I appreciate you doing what you're doing, not only for the Latino community, but for yourself. So like, that's one of the hardest things that we, we do is like, we, you see how I am. I'm like, I don't want to like, I don't want to take praise for anything. I, we never do, but I need, I need you to know, like, at times you need to sit back and be like, I am doing these things. For I'm sure. doing the right thing. Cause you have to, the best love is that self-love. Yeah. Love that. Mm -hmm. And Jay, just, just one, one last thing for you. You're a vessel, man. You're a vessel. You may not see that man, but you are right. And, and the messages you convey are everything I've just mentioned, right? And you're, you're a testament to, to, to somebody who I respect, love and admire. And I just, Hope for your, your continued success and hope to be uh, hope to be here along the way to see it. I appreciate you, man. That that, that just hit me. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna end it on that. I'm getting a little choked up. I appreciate it. My God, um, much respect. We'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Like, subscribe, follow. If not, you know what I mean. You just know up. that. We always <laughs> be here no matter what. You know what I mean? I was going to say fuck off, but like, honestly, <laughs> yo, honestly, yo, if they not with that, they can fuck off, bro. They can fuck off. <laughs> All right. All right.